It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroff, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Friday. I'm James Erpine. On Twitter, at James Erpine. Subscribe, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. What we do here is get you your daily Bengals fix Monday through Friday. Today, well, rookie minicamp started, and we're going to get to it. We're going to hear from some of the rookies coming up in just a few minutes here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Just a reminder, LockedOnBengals.com is your one-stop shop for all things Bengals. I got insight on all 11 draft picks. We've written about them. We've written about all sorts of topics, including a year in the life of a Bengals fan. Our guy Andrew Dunn is doing those, and he's up to 2001. And it's, it's cool. He, just, he does a good look back on what was going on that year in pop culture, movies-wise, etc., and then discusses the Bengals. In 2001, we're getting eerily close to a year in the life of a Bengals fan, the Marvin Lewis Comes Here edition. Getting eerily close to that. Not there yet. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Let's start with uh, today because rookie minicamp starts today. The Bengals made it official. They announced 10 undrafted free agent signings via the team today. And I will read all 10 for you as my email pulls up here. And here we go. All right. So they, oh, they also signed four draft picks. How about that? We'll get to those draft picks in a second. But first, the 10 college free agents are Devontae Boyd, Galen Elmore, Austin Fleer, Quentin Flowers, Jordan Franks, Trayvon Henderson Jr., Joseph, Ray Lowry, Javon Rollin Jones, and Chris Worley from Ohio State. This is, uh, they also have arranged for 16 unsigned players to work with the team on a tryout basis during this weekend's rookie minicamp. Um, the, the names that stand out on that list to me are Quentin Flowers. Chris Worley, because he went to Ohio State. Um, Ray Lowry stands out to me because of the old Dominion. And uh, Galen Elmore as well stands out to me. And, and so we'll see what happens with those guys. You'll hear from Quentin Flowers coming up in just a few minutes on the podcast. He's a quarterback, was a quarterback, went to South Florida, played quarterback his entire life, is now going to be a running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, at least for this camp. And I have a feeling coaches are really excited about him as well. Everyone I've heard thinks that he can have success in the NFL and can actually make it as a running back in the league. Speaking of running backs, you'll hear from new Bengals running back Mark Walton, my one-on-one with him coming up in a few minutes. But first, let's hear from Billy Price. Billy Price talked with reporters today, and this is my first time seeing him in person and meeting him and interacting with him in person, seeing how he's all buttoned up, et cetera. And everyone talks about how he can be a leader, a locker room leader, all that stuff. You can see that right away. Here's uh, Billy Price with a bunch of reporters earlier today 
uh, at the Bengals locker room at Paul Brown Stadium. You talked about when you first got here about being a guy that you know can, can fit in this locker room, can be a leader in this locker room. When you do come in here as you know the first round pick, do you kind of feel like you have to carry yourself a little bit differently? I mean, you got to be you're the you're the face of the of the rookie rookie draft class, and you set that expectation of what you should, what this class should and should not be. Uh, and so the group of guys around me right now, I mean, again, you know, Jesse Bates, Sam Hubbard, uh, Malik Jefferson, all that 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 crew, just off the top of my head. You got a lot of guys who are, who are eager to work and eager to you know compete for spots and make the team better and not you know and bring some pride back to Ohio football. We just spent some time with Chris uh, a little bit ago. You know, he wasn't drafted, but he's here. Uh, he's a guy that kind of says, "Just get me in the door, and I'll have a chance to compete." You know him well. What, what do you think he can bring to the table? Do you think he's an NFL caliber guy? Absolutely. I mean, again, he's got an opportunity, and somebody I know that he's excited to get to work. I mean, he's excited to be here. He's excited to to have that opportunity to compete in the room, and that's the same way he was at Ohio State. And, you know, he had guys who were ahead of him in some positions, um, but a guy who kept fighting, and kept fighting, and kept fighting, and kept fighting. And kept fighting got himself cracking the lineup, you know, had an opportunity and just took off with it. So, I mean, he's a great addition, and I know him personally, and I'm happy that he's here. Yes and no. Okay. We're still waiting to sign a paper. So. Well, I'm a little limited uh, with the peck, peck issue going on right now, so I can go against like walkers. I just can't do anything like team related. So anything going against the defensive guy, I can't do. But I'm back there with Coach Pollock doing the mental reps, making sure you're picking up the lingo, and I got to be sharper. Um, you know, again, it's a lot of information, but you got to be able to pick it up and spit it back out to them. So I learn by doing better. So again, when I see it, I can see what the defensive alignments are going to be based on what our formation, what our for, uh, um, motions are going to be. It's easier for me to c- continue to remember that and continue to be able to recognize it better. And now that you're uh, meeting a bunch of your new teammates, mm-hmm. anything? Uh, good guys. A lot of, a lot of competition in this room. Got a lot of guys who want to get after it. So uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'll be even more excited once I'm clear and free to go against some of these guys. Um, but again, got to walk before you run. Does seeing all of them be able to be out on the field and compete, does that make you even more antsy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because it's. You're the, you're the guy who's not doing anything, and I'm the only guy who's not doing anything. So it's a little bit uh, irritating, I guess. But again, you gotta, be, you gotta play it safe. You gotta be, gotta be the guy. You gotta get help. And you got the playbook what, the day after you were drafted. Yeah, the next day I was here. <laughs> so is that is it easy to grasp for you now that you've had a couple weeks? Yeah, it's easier. But again, you have to see it for me to kind of find it and print it and, and brand it on you know my mind and my body, whatever. Um, but again, you recognize how defensive defensive shifts and alignments are going to be. So that's probably because on, on, a, on a page, they don't move. And then all of a sudden, you get in formations and all of a sudden motions, and then boom, okay, now I know where that goes. So it's been a little bit easier that way today. And we got another walkthrough later on. We'll go work out through, and we'll be good to go come uh, second practice. Yeah. When was the last time you were had to be like on the sideline? Uh, my sophomore year in high school. Yeah, I had a, I had a concussion. So no, yeah, but I mean, again, has not come on till till August, and we'll be waiting for that. And all the time, I know they talk about limited the, the 2000 rep club at Ohio State, you know, limit, you know, limiting some of those older guys. Reps. I mean, did that prepare you a little bit for it, or is that totally different? Prepare me for what? Like just for maybe learning, doing the mental reps and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, that, that, yeah absolutely. Because you learn again, you're sitting next to the coach 
from whether I was at Ohio State or here. You sit next to, you know, if it was Stud, if it was Meyer, if it's, you know, Coach Pollock, if I'm sitting next to Coach Lewis, Coach Laser, kind of just talking through things, it's easier to be able to pick those things up. And, and sometimes you don't physically need the rep because you understand what the technique is going to be, but mentally seeing it, mentally seeing those adjustments. And I think that's probably the biggest key for me right now, playing center when you're in the middle of everything moving. So that's Billy Price, well-spoken. Uh, he's going to go through... Some of the walkthrough stuff, like he said, not going to obviously have any contact, but he expects, he reiterated it today, he expects to be good to go in August. He expects to be all systems go for training camp, and hopefully he can be because he's going to be a huge, huge, huge part of the Bengals' offense. Uh, I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. How about this? How about we get a quick break in, and then we'll get to both running backs. New running back, Quentin Flowers, who used to be a quarterback, and Mark Walton in my one-on-one with him. We'll do that next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different. And that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made the purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door, or you can go and pick it up from one of the coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy, ensuring that you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check it out, the nation's fastest growing auto retailer at Carvana.com, C-A-R-V-A-N-A.com, Carvana.com. Hey, what's happening? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast. And I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? Nah, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your deposit match halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me, switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash dellemc. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled. 
a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. We hear from all the A-list music stars like Jay Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. It's almost like sometimes before you even get in the industry, it's like you set up to fail. And there's so many moments where you can win, and the winning is great, but it's so many things that you go through to get to the win. And so much more who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to the next level, changed their life, overlooked to being overbooked. When I was recording the song, I already knew it was going to be a global hit. And I'm not joking, my G. I really felt it inside of me. I was like, I just can't wait to see a number one. Join me every Thursday with the first one drops only on Amazon Music. Let's go. We want the best of both worlds. We want a hybrid. A smarter hybrid cloud approach with IBM helps retailers manage supply chains with Watson AI while predicting demands with ease. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. I was telling someone today because I walked away from Mark Walton in our interview with him, and you'll hear that in just a second. And when I caught up with him, I thought it was very interesting how serious he was. And just so damn dialed in and focused. And he was listening to my questions and focused. But you could just tell. It was like, this is it. This is my moment. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to show it. I want to show everyone I can play at this league. And more so than, I've interviewed a bunch of rookies. You know, I've interviewed from Tyler Boyd when he was a rookie to John Ross to name the rookie uh, over the past couple seasons. I've, I've interacted with him and talked to him. And Mark Walton was so just serious and I liked it. I liked it a lot. And uh, this, this conversation is about four minutes long. I caught up with Mark Walton. And, and the other thing that was interesting about it is I think that that's the pick that drew a lot of, like almost the most scrutiny among like Bengals fans, especially on social media. They picked a running back? They should have went tackle. And it, it wasn't because of Mark. It was because of the position, right? Like the Billy Price thing, people were like, okay, we get it. It was the biggest need. Running back, they have good running backs. What the hell are they doing? And obviously we've talked about it. I think I like the pick. I think he's a guy who can contribute on offense if you need him, and he can be Cedric Pierman on special teams. I asked him about special teams. I asked him about the pre-draft process, what it was like hearing his name called. Here's my one-on-one with former Miami running back and now Bengals running back Mark Walton. First day of rookie camp, what's it like? I know it's early, but uh, what's it like being in the NFL? I feel great. You know, the tempo went well. Uh, the coaches, you know, the, it's, it's more, it's, I, I felt like it was going to be more strict with the day the coaches, you know, they, they, they take their time with you, you know, if you mess up, you know, they'll give you the second opportunity to go in and correct yourself, talk you through it, prep you through it, and, you know, it, it ain't it ain't that hard as you, as you think it seems, just go out to go out there and work and you know, compete. What's it like hearing your name called, getting that call? You, obviously, you went in the fourth round. What's that like to be drafted? I mean, it felt great. It was amazing. That's something that, as, a, as a child, I always dreamed of and wanted to be a part of uh, the draft process. And uh, when I got that phone call, it just made my whole day, made my whole, changed my whole life. You know, um, I couldn't thank the Bengals more than enough to, to, tr- to trust in me to keep throughout the whole process, my injury and everything. So I feel like I owe this, this organization a lot. Is that where you were expecting to go, early day three? Were you expecting to go day two? I know the Bengals had you really high on their board on day three when they were able to get you. Uh, I mean, I really, I really didn't care what round I went in. I could have went the last round, could have went seventh or undrafted. I knew what I can bring to a team, and 
my, my ability to play the game. So I wasn't worried about the rounds. I was just worried about getting in, the, getting in a position to play. In the Bengals locker room with Mark Walton, Mark, you, you talked about Frank Gore. He's endorsed you publicly saying that you're going to be legit in the NFL and have success. What's it like to, to have that, have a guy like Frank Gore has had so much success in the league endorse you, and, and what's your relationship with him? I mean, we got a great relationship. He's a great guy. You know, you know he, he stay in touch with me, t- trying to teach me things that what he, what he know of the game and, and slow the game down for me. And um, I'm always there to listen to him. And, you know, he cared more about me as a person also. But for him to say things about me right now, you know, it, it shows a, a lot that he's seeing me. And But I just got to go out there and do it. And like he said, I just got to live up to it. You know, I, just, I just can't let him say what I can do and have everybody all hyped up about it. But I just got to go and live out, live, live out the things that he said. You take pride in your special teams play as well at Miami. It's not just running the ball. Where, where do you get that from? What led you to do that? Because I, I think that's part of the reason why the Bengals loved you so much and wanted to take you. Well, I started in high school. You know, uh, before I had a starting role in high school, I had to play special teams. And in order for me to make the, the trip out of town, I had to play special teams. So I, I had to focus in on special teams in high school. And I, that's a part of the game, man. You can win or you can lose on, on one play of special teams. So I know how um how important them plays is, so that's why I go out there and try to give it my all on every special team that I, I can play in and, and, and transfer over to the University of Miami. I was even a starting tailback playing special team because I built that, that love for the game and, and, and to special team too. Mark, as far as the running back room, I mean, it's a it's a busy room here in Cincinnati. you got Joe Mixon, a guy who is freaky talented, as, as I'm sure you know, and then Giovanni Bernard, who's had his fair share of success in the league as well. How exciting is it to be in a room with guys like that that you can learn from? I mean, it's very exciting, you know, learning from them guys, getting, just get, um, picking their brain, you know, learning things from them, what, what they know from being in the league, and just trying to learn different things. And we can try to teach each other, you know. I'm here, I'm here to learn from them guys, and I'm just ready to go to work. And we're in the Bengals locker room with Mark Walton. Just a few more questions for you, Mark. As far as Cincinnati goes, how long have you been here? Have you gotten to see any of the city yet, anything like that? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get to see the city yet, but you know, I just got to see the work. I mean, I just, I just been here to work. I'm not ready to try to learn the city yet. And I'm here for one thing right now. This is business. You know, I got to make the team before I can try to do all other things. Go look at the city. So I'm just here trying to make the team. As far as off the field stuff, what do you like to do off the field? I like to be with my daughter, my uh, my girlfriend, my little sister. I just like to hang with my family. Just see them happy. Just makes my day. You know. I don't care about nothing else. You know, I just, I don't like to do too much no more. I'm, I'm older now, wiser. All that in college. I left all that in my, my freshman year of college days partying. So I'm more of an old, old, older cat now. As far as uh, your injury, your health, how, how are things now? I think I'm back to 100%. You know, uh, back cutting well. I don't feel no more pain. Uh, my, after workouts, I don't, my ankle don't swell up anymore. So I feel back to myself. So see how things go. So serious. So serious is Mark Walton. That's a new Bengals running back, Mark Walton. And I, I did talk to him. He's going to. He hasn't tried Skyline yet. He's going to try Skyline. And then he'll report back to me on whether it's good or not. It's always risky with out-of-towners, man. It's always risky. You never know if an out-of-towner is going to like Skyline or not because they didn't grow up with it. I grew up with it, and it's damn good. It's my go-to. Love Skyline. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Quentin Flowers is a very interesting, interesting story. And I put a video um, that describes his story, discusses his story on the website at LockedOnBengals.com. It's worth checking out. And 
it's one if you you scroll down uh, a little bit, you you can see it there. And oh, well, let's see, did I put it up on the website? I see I got a blog and stuff. Heck, I might not have. Well, I tweeted it out. I know that at James Rapine, and it's on my blog at the station at ESPN1530.com. Basically, what happened is Mark Walton's parents have pa- passed away when he was young. His dad passed away. He was shot in his front yard when he was seven years old, and then his mom passed away when he was a teenager. And you can't watch it. It, it was a feature on E60. You can YouTube it too. It's I just I like to put it up on the website because it's easier. But you can YouTube it, the Quentin Flower story, and it's like five minutes long, but it, it describes it and it makes you impossible not to root for this kid. Well, I talked to him today, and I was one of a, a bunch of media members that were talking to him, and well spoken. But the thing that, and I'm big on this, really big on this, eye contact. I, I, I talked to a bunch of rookies today, and they were all looking at me in the, in the eyes. They weren't looking away. They weren't talking down. Looking at me in the eyes, and, and a guy that did that certainly was Quentin Flowers. He's a, a quarterback turned running back now. Here's uh, myself and a bunch of other media members talking with Quentin Flowers. Did they talk to you at all about running back before the draft and I'm assuming before they signed you? Yes, sir. And what were those discussions like? Was that something um, you wrote to immediately? Or? I got the phone call and they told me, uh, am I willing to stay or, uh Come in, come in and be a running back and, you know, learn. Um, they'll try to do things with me, but at the end of the day, just, you know, they want me to be a role player. Uh, they feel that, you know, I could be a guy that could bring a lot to the team. You know, I knew I could bring a lot to the team, so I just had to improve myself. You kind of alluded to this, but it sounds like there's some options with you out there in terms of different packages to use you, and that sounds like something that you're interested and excited about. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, a whole lot uh, with different things going in with me, uh, you know, with them using my, my you know, my skill set, my ability to go out there and be the best player on the field. Uh, you know, that's, that's that's just a positive for me, showing that, you know, these coaches believe in me and they, they want to see me work for this, this organization. Mohamed Sanu is a guy that's kind of done some stuff with in the past. Is that someone you thought about at all when you were considering this situation? Yes, sir. What was draft weekend like for you? I mean, what, what were your expectations? Um, you know, I had uh, you know, family and friends come over. Um, you know, I felt that I was going to draft it. Uh, but at the end of the day, like I said, you know, everything happened for a reason. I'm a guy that believes in faith. Um, you know, God did that for a reason. God didn't, you know, put me in that direction on that stage to get drafted just because, you know, it's another route that he wanted me to take. And, you know, I'm a guy that, you know, I just follow whatever God say, whatever the plan is, and, you know, stick with his word, just pray every day. Have you talked to anyone about the transition from that? That has made maybe the transition from quarterback to another position? Um, I talked to a couple people. Um, um, you know, Andre Johnson, my cousin, you know, we kind of sat down and talked. Um, he told me with what he seen me do on the field, uh, you know, running back could be the best thing for me because you don't want to have to come in and try to play slot. Now you got to have to learn how to get off the jam and run routes and know how to get to the right depth and all that kind of things. He said, you know, running back could be the best thing just about my, my versatility and my ability to run the ball with the ball in my hands. That's awesome. I'm rooting for him. And, and I hope he makes the team, and I hope he has success, and I hope he has a 1,000 touchdowns this year. Is that enough? Heck, I'll get a Quentin Flowers jersey, and you probably will too. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for listening this week. It's been a great week of shows, if I say so myself. It's been a fun week of shows. I'll say that. I can't say it was great because I did it, but it's been a fun week of shows. Thank you so much for making me a, a small part of your day on the, the trip home or on the trip to work or however you do, however you listen. 
By the way, you can subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, every podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. We'll be back at it Monday. By the way, just a, a real quick reminder, if you love the Locked on Bengals podcast, can you do me one favor? Go leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It would be great of you to do so. Until Monday, I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.